Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all this classical music and be a black in the profession. <laughs> With trap beats playing in the background. I forgot it. So funny. Oh, I what? forgot if that was my line or not. <laughs> it's amazing how many times we do this and like the simplest things I'll be forgetting. This is, I mean, not counting all the live shows and the two episodes that we've lost, this is the 172nd time that we've done it. <laughs> so it was probably really around probably the 185th time or something like that. You think so? Have we done that many live shows? No, but also I'm just thinking of like when we were coming up with it and like. Oh, I see what you're saying. And times we've redone it from forgetting it and um, videos that we've done. I think we might have said it in those. Oh, what an so. era. We used to do them um, like we were promoting. If we were like, if there wasn't a global pandemic, that little series, we only did one video, but it was so cute. I don't know if you remember when we did like asking musicians like. Oh, yeah. I love that video. Very new video production. Couldn't hear anything because we didn't use mics. Like the audio in in Laurie. the main hall it was crazy. Whoa, terrible. We the mics didn't know that. But it's like we redid that. Man, if somebody would give us some money. One of those orchestras give us some money to do some video stuff. Because that one audition tape we did for that one organization was real cute. I don't understand. Like. If somebody knows, or somebody who's working at orchestra is listening, how y'all be picking people for pre-concert talks? Because we could give a real entertaining one. I promise you. Because I was listening to one. Sorry, I was. I was just gonna say I was listening to one, and it was giving snooze fest. So, (laughs) I honestly, unless like you know, we were too we we were too much for them. We wasn't even wilding in that video though. I mean. they have another time where we were, that we've been wilding. But in that particular video, when we did the recap of Otello, we were not wilding. And it looked good because we were like in um, Walt Disney Concert Hall. The sun was sunning. The audio was good. Like, no, they were being haters. They were being haters. And that's why they would never prosper. Because it's like, and I feel like they never even got back to us, which I hate when people do that. I, I feel like there's absolutely no reason that you should not get to back, back to an applicant. Exactly, um, literally none. You can't convince me. Like even if it's like all oh, the volume applications, you can literally do like a group, a, bl- a big old blast because you're not picking that many people. Exactly, and like, and I understand. Like, this is one thing I really hate. I understand that there is there's a trend that gets under my gears. Like, I mean, it really gets me going when y'all write these freaking love letters for for rejecting people. It's tired. It's sad. It's annoying. Oh my God, bro, you were so talented. We just had like way more talented, more talented people than you did. It never, it never lands. It's like, oh, we just had so many talented applicants. Yeah, ho, you not one of them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it never lands. Just be like, thank you for your application. We wish you the best. My, my, um, the one that really gets me is we regret to inform you. First of all, if you regret it while you're watching it, it's not so late to change your mind. Exactly. Like if you, while you writing it, how you what you mean regret? Like as if it's already done, a done deal. You writing a letter right now? Why don't you just change your mind? You regret it so much. <laughs> <laughs> you do not have to feel this regret any longer. Simply send me my admissions. <laughs> like I, I just, I feel like we should do away with rejection letters. I feel like they should just be, thank you for your application. We hope you reapply. We wish you the best. It don't have to be no. 
dear Timothy, <laughs> oh my God, your portfolio. <laughs> no, it, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, comma space. Okay. It gave, oh my God, like it was so good. You are so talented. Unfortunately, we are so regretful. More so we're crying, we're throwing up. You can't come this year. We <laughs> hope that you reapply. Oh my God. We pray <laughs> that God watches over your artistry and your musicianship so that you will apply again. We are so in pain. We've been crying, throwing up all morning. <laughs> Writing this, there's tears on my keyboard. Oh Respectfully, my lovingly, yours, the admissions team. Right, please. I want us to do away. <laughs> Uh, please come down to the office so we can give you a kiss on the cheek and a lollipop. <laughs> we have a gift basket here. We are so apples and other things. I can't even believe, yo, gun to my head right now to make me type this. I want so much more for you, and I just, I I pray that you apply again. We wish you the best in your future endeavors. It's weird, bro. Just be like, thanks for the application. We've decided to go another we've decided to go another way. It doesn't need to be dissertation length, Jane Austen, little women. It don't have to be that. It just has to be you ain't get it. Not you ain't get it. <laughs> like, dear Catherine, you ain't get it. I'd have been like, I <laughs> bet. It will feel better. It will, I, I I swear on everything. It will feel better. Dear Catherine, you ain't get it. Alright? I would have been like, cool. But now you regretting to inform me you got more talented people than me that I didn't make the cut. Now I gotta think about them. Now am I not talented now? You telling me that? Because when you say we got we received four hundred applicants, okay? What's good? Was my number four on one or what? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just feel some type of way. I want to do away with. I want. I want this to be on the largest world stage. Next at the union address, I'm going down there. Okay. I want everyone to hear this. Stop. Cut the mess. I recently got a letter. Um, a letter of acceptance, which unconfirmed Crazy. whether or not it was a a glitch, but it wasn't. um, and. When I opened it, I was fully expecting a rejection letter. And when it said congratulations, I was like, I was just about to say congratulations on staying right where you at because you're not going to come here. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was imagine? like, <laughs> I was like, oh, they get I saw congratulations. I was like, oh, they're getting real creative with these rejection letters. Congratulations. Could you imagine? <laughs> congratulations on continuing your endeavors <laughs> <laughs> far away from us. Congratulations Yo. on putting your all into that application. It was not accepted. <laughs> Nor was it good enough. Wow. No. <laughs> Please do not apply again. There's no point. No. <laughs> imagine. I would rather I I wish I want y'all to be honest. I understand like okay, you don't know when someone's like you don't know what someone's last straw is, but you already sent a, re- a rejection letter anyway. So it's like you might as well be honest. Can you tell me why I was rejected? Yeah, so the third shift in bar 87 wasn't given. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me exactly why. If you're so, you regret to inform me. Right, you care so Un- much. Yeah, unfortunately, we will not be moving forward. 
I'm moving forward. You're moving forward. Why don't we just move forward together? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, the news this week is that the Royal Scottish National Orchestra has just announced that they will be releasing a new album um, of works by William Grant Steele on Naxos. Um, they may announce the albums early because this comes out in May, but I will still give y'all the information. Um, and I think they like they usually follow up around the time when it's about to come out. But y'all gonna hear about it now if you want to pre-save it, um, because it will be featuring thirteen um, thirteen world premiere recordings. Sorry, world premiere recordings of thirteen works by what William Grant Steele, also featuring solo violinist Zena Schiff with Maestro Alvana. Sorry if I said her name wrong. Alvana Eisenberg, leading the Royal uh, Scottish National Orchestra, um, and if you want to learn more about that, then I will link it in the description. And also, Katie, if you want, we have a press link. And also, if you want to get it a hard copy, we can get that. Oh, um, period. <laughs> um, I know. I was like, people really be sending us stuff. Hey, girl. Hi. Um, some of the things that are on there, some things that I have never heard um, of from him. Um there's a piece called can't you line them which is um a folk ballad um that was uh collected and compiled by the lomax brothers and it captures the rhythm and spirit of construction gangs tie shuffling or lining up on railroad tracks um there is um something uh, not something a literally a piece uh pastorella which is a tone picture of a california landscape um that arouses feelings of languor languor sorry i can't read y'all um in some of its aspects and of animation and others presenting an overall effect of unity in its variety um William Grant still wrote this work honoring his adopted state of California and um, at the request of his friend, violinist Louis uh, Kaufman. There's also um, a couple other, obviously I said there's 13. So anyway, like I said, link in the description. Hope y'all pre-save it. Buy it if you can. Love to see people uh, performing William Grant Steele's works. Um, and then our second piece of news is that the silk road ensemble has just announced its very first residency at spelman college Uh, i know oh if you don't know about silk road um it is an ensemble that was conceived by yo-yo ma in 1998 um recognizing the historical silk road as a model for cultural collaboration um for the exchange of ideas tradition and innovation across borders um so in this experiment he brought together musicians from the lands of the silk road um to create a musical language founded in difference thus 
uh, creating the foundation of the Silk Road, both both a touring ensemble that is comprised of world-class musicians from all over the globe and a social impact organization that's working to make a positive impact across uh, borders through the arts. Um, today is led by the artistic director, Rhiannon Giddens, um, and it leads social impact initiatives and educational progr- programming alongside the creation of new music by the Grammy Award winning ensemble that goes with the um, organization. So, um, they announced they're doing an educational residency at Spelman, which if you don't know, Spelman is one of a, uh, it's one of the most well-known historically black colleges. Um, and, and it's uh, located in Atlanta, Georgia. It's going to be a three-part residency that includes artists intensives and creative workshops led by the artistic director, Rhiannon Giddens, um, and a celebration event and performance featuring Silk Road artist Maz, uh, Maz Swift. Um, that's going to be on April 11th. Um, there's going to be details about the events as part of the res- residency. And I will put a link to that in the description. Um, Rhiannon Giddens said, quote, all of us at Silk Road are thrilled to be forging this new partnership with Spelman College and to contribute to students' educational journey through exploration and exposure to diverse musics and cultures. This experience will be just as enriching for us as we hope it will be for them. So, um, yeah, congratulations on that. That's a very interesting partnership, and I'm glad that y'all are showing some love to HBCUs. That's great. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you say, I don't know, did you say that the performance is going to be like open to the public? Like it's going to be live streamed or something? Um, is it? That's a great question. Let me check. It is open to the public, but um, not entirely sure if it's going to be live streamed yeah it doesn't exactly say which is is giving no but it is open to the public so if you're over in atlanta you should go see it but and if i know you in atlanta hop on facebook live so i can watch it but also knowing this i mean not to be like rude or anything but i feel like this is something that they would that they would definitely want to capture yeah. So I feel like we'll, we'll probably see something from it. Hopefully. Yeah. You know how people be recording stuff, but it stays in house. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's not one of them things. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Anyway, that's the news. Cool. So for their mission, it's 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 a it's a far fetch, but we just gonna go with it. <laughs> So there's a sound, there's a creator I follow. Her name is like Beverly Days or something like that. She's Nigerian and she's just freaking hilarious. And um, so there's a video on TikTok going around where it's like, oh, you know, how, there's a bowl of fried plantain. And uh, which side note, I want the Jamaicans everywhere to leave the Nigerians alone. Leave the Ghanaians alone. They say mount, they say plantain. We say plantain. It's okay. You don't have to jump on every Nigerian creators and be like, it's planting. They stay, They don't say it that way. But anyway, there's totally a, there's a fry. Country. You said what? I said totally different country. Because Jamaicans will be like, uh, Jamaicans will be like, where did you find your plantain on a mountain? You know, like that's that's what 
the thing is it's, it's, it's not annoying. how english works though <laughs> it's an it's annoying to me because i'm just like leave them alone like not everything you know but anyway um so there's a there's a there's a, a bowl of fried plantain and there's like this lady and she's like oh um you know how many calories is in a bowl of fried plant a fried plantain and, and then beverly stitches it and she's like okay who she's like my sister who asked you and like she just like drags her like what did plantain ever do to you we don't care we didn't know what are we supposed to do with this information do you want us to fry stones now like freaking hilarious and it's got me to thinking about like how much xenophobia is in like diet culture and like food culture in general because it's like my landlord said something to me it, it wasn't meant this way but it really irritated me like uh, when i moved in she was like telling me the spots to go to and i'm like girl I'm vegan um and she was like this is really good soul food spot but like i don't eat there often because like it's like it's like not healthy and i'm just like it rubbed me the wrong way because i'm just like oh so soul food is not healthy but like your food is you know and it's like oh katie she didn't mean it that way i'm like but it's underlying it's like in every way it's like oh like black foods are unhealthy and i was like even growing up and hearing my family speak how they spoke about jamaica food like oh we have to cut back on the yam it's like it's a yam it's literally a vegetable it's like our foods are unhealthy but it's like their foods it's like oh that's what we need to eat to like lose weight or be healthy and it just irritates me um and it got me thinking about like classical music and like our our experiences with like like being classical musicians but you know listening to other music and i asked delaney um i didn't write it down so i'll paraphrase but i asked delaney like what is something that you had to unlearn about your own music that you listen to um while being a classical musician because like for me one thing i had to unlearn when it comes to like food is that like jamaica food is not unhealthy at all like aki's a veg aki's a fruit yam is a vegetable cassava vegetable so the same type of thing in my music what did i have to unlearn um as a classical music a classical musician about my music the music that i listen to um well if you're new here there's a special guest on every episode which is the street outside delaney's apartment it gotta be the same um, car though it gotta be the same <laughs> car. It, it, it gotta be so if you hear that that's who that is um also have you do you follow that lady the black she's like a, i think her handle is like the black nutritionist or something like that maybe because she's that's always talking she about that oh i don't think so oh she yeah she's like that's literally her whole situation mm. um about like about decolonize she had like has the phrase she says the phrase decolonize your plate and that's like her oh, whole I gotta look her, up. her whole situation um yeah um what was i about to say oh this your question um honestly i would say something that i had to unlearn that i noticed like maybe the beginning of last year um was that like all like musicianship is like valid in like as a as musical training and it's mm-hmm. not that i never thought that like oh black music was a real music and they weren't real musicians like that's not what i thought but like 
I noticed that I always used to describe like the beginning of like my musical training is when I started playing classical music mm-hmm. even though I was singing in my church choir for years before I started playing any sort of mm-hmm. instrument mm-hmm. and I'm like even though like I understand like how that can be a misconception just because it's like when you're singing at your church choir you're not doing that like the primary goal of that is not to make music it's like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're singing, we were doing that to participate in church and participate in worship. So I think that that is a factor in why I didn't like think like, oh, I'm not. It's not the same as like, oh, I'm going to piano lessons. But fundamentally, as like musical training, it's still musical training. Mm-hmm. And I realized like I never really saw it that way. Um, and I feel like that's something that I had to, had to kind of unlearn. Is like when you're doing things like that even though it's like I wasn't going to my voice lessons with my preference structure I was still at choir practice multiple times a week yeah like learning new songs and Mm. with the band and stuff like it's still literally learning how to follow a choir director and I still think that somebody if somebody's not studying that already I would love to know if there is a difference in like like I would love to know like if there are differences in in the musicianship of people who like grew up singing and playing gospel music um specifically in in, in a gospel choir to like the gospel choir to orchestra pipeline because mm-hmm. i feel like the way that like choir directors especially gospel choir directors like motion i feel like if you put like any like person that's just like a straight orchestral musician in front of them they would be so confused so I wonder like how that affects our interpretation of like orchestral conductors mm-hmm. um, because the gestures are so different, but they're, so, they're more, I would say like vague, but not to us because we know what they mean. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like with orchestral stuff, like sometimes like they be needing stuff spoon fed to them, not like in a way that's like bad, but like that's just like how, I don't know, just the things that we convey through orchestral conducting. Um, but like I just remember watching this video of like this choir um singing and the changes that they were making as a group like that were unplanned just from the choir director were so quick so tight and like mm. so instantaneous that I was like oh I could never do that like <laughs> just never do that then um there are other reasons for that like instrument response times and stuff like that but like mm-hmm. I think fundamentally it would be cool if somebody were to look into that um that sounds like it's beyond my IQ but yeah I'm also wondering are those stuff like the last choir I was in was IYC um at ISU and it was a gospel choir the gospel choir at ISU and a lot of those changes that was like the that was actually weird because you know you know every church choir not every church choir but you know you uh, people are there to praise god okay um but like this was like so i went from that choir to like this is a real choir this one i was like okay i cannot sing um i could hold a pitch but i cannot sing um and we a lot of that stuff that those changes that you're talking about we we rehearse those kinds of things so mm-hmm. that's why i'm wondering like and I'm, i mean obviously like you would make changes like if the spirit allows or whatever like in the moment but a lot of those like we we you know we rehearse okay. that kind of stuff. No. But 
I feel like with orchestra, I feel like in my personal experience, yeah, like we require more because I one thing about me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be confused. Like one <laughs> thing about me, I'm gonna be confused. What what you mean? What you say? I don't. I'm confused. It's like all of my instincts, my instincts like go out the window when I get into. You gotta tell me exactly what to do. You gonna you gonna you gonna bring me in or I'm about to count it. Let me know because I I will write about music. I can relax if you gonna. If you gonna cue me, and if you don't cue me, now I'm lost. Now I don't know because you said you was gonna cue me, you ain't cue me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like it's so much more. You gotta, you just gotta know what you're doing with church, like you said. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone make the, the, the dissertation. Who gonna do it? I'm alright, Katie. Girl, I'm looking excited for Doctor for Doctor Brown. That's good. I'm excited. I'm happy for you and your excitement. Dr. Brown loading. If I saw another syllabus, I, my brain is li- it sloshes around in my head. I don't have Katie, it. Katie, you're going to have Okay, take I'm this one little baby year off. Kate, are you kidding, Katie? I am absolutely not kidding. I'm not, I'm not I, even fishing for compliments. I, You got to be smart. I was, because. You do, and the, you are. I could not do a PhD. I cannot imagine. I'm so, like. Oh, like when I was in when I okay the first year Eastman was a little rough because that's when it was like not even like the fun music and stuff it was like we took like a what was that class called bro it was like it wasn't even about music ed it was like manipulating and reading data I forgot what it's called like what that like is it like a research class or something it's like a research method I need that because I don't know nothing girl. girl but it was like at the it was like but it was but make it Eastman right so it was hard for no reason <laughs> the PhD students so we were combined actually I, all my classes at Eastman were with PhD students DMA students and it was like y'all are sweating I'm just here bro and also but to make it worse it's nine of us around the table ain't no hiding bro what a time Eastman kind of like wore me out like I don't I that's when I realized I was like I'm not smart oh, yes. PhD. you was also doing music ed and that was a whole situation and also I was I was I was reminiscing about Eastman I was also having a blast like what I thought about I was like man I have fun I have I was gallivanting around I was in my little sorority I have, I was at my little HBCU in my head because honestly like it was everything else was backdrop I was gallivanting, so it also made the work harder. Cause like now, but yeah, it made me realize. That's what really made me realize. That's why Miss Girl hit me up. Like, let's talk about a PhD. I was like, girl, remember when I was gasping for air in your class? Let's. And she still we, believed it. No, I was. That's when I realized when I was in those classes with those people. I was like, I'm not smart enough for a PhD because, yeah, especially like you see the quality of like the presentations that these people would do. The quality of the like the research and stuff like the. It's, cra- it's like, girl, I did this last night. <laughs> like, Dang, I really don't have no hope then if you're not doing one. Cause, girl, are you kidding? Because, uh, like, I'll be, I be fine. Oh, I found a post to know that a random person dropped on the street. Is this a primary source? Like, is this, a, that's what I'll be citing type of stuff. I'll be citing in my, okay, in my stuff. Anyway, so. that's literally not true. I will say I do love me some research. Like, I am doing, because of the timeline of this semester, I'm doing a lecture recital instead of a regular recital. And I'm actually, like, I'm actually oh. so relieved because the topic is lit. I love. Oh, I think, but you know that I can arrange a I flight so. to Memphis. Wow, you know, you know what's crazy? 
they just closed the airport. I have no in Memphis. Girl. Yeah, because yeah, because you know, girl, just as a safety precaution, you know, we're kind of close to Ukraine. A safety. Yeah. So don't you have to read about it? It's all right. It's. I think you know I haven't been to Memphis in years, and I think it's wow, about time that I go. Right, but you shouldn't fly. It's a, it's a weird. Year. What's your lecture recital on about? You know, I'm doing. I'm actually doing a. I'm doing a, not a, not this but that. So instead of playing, instead of playing this excerpt by whatever, you should play this excerpt by a black composer. Oh, okay. I thought you was about to start saying some trifling, but yeah, uh, not this but that. You know, because it's just gonna keep me. I have auditions coming up. It's gonna keep me Katie, doing the excerpts. You know what? I'm actually. I I'm love about to research. fill out. I love it. I'm about to fill out a PhD application on your behalf because yeah. the way y'all ideas, I feel like no, you have also, a very interesting dissertation. But also, the reason why I also know my smart. What about Adema? Because at least it could be viola related, and you That's get the true. lessons and stuff. But then, do I want to be in studio class? You know, I, you know how I'm anti studio class. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends on where you go. I mean, some places. Well, I got I don't know. You now you bullying me. You, but you know how I'm not. You know I'm not smart enough for PhD. So when I did that Hailstock article, right, I sent it to Richard. Hey Richard, and I was like, "Can you read this?" Richard had my <laughs> stuff. Richard had my stuff looking like the New Testament with all the red that was all over my stuff. And I was like, and he, I was like, I wouldn't have thought about this. I did. I'm okay. To be fair. In typical Katie fashion, was the deadline on the twentieth, and this is the nineteenth? Absolutely, absolutely. So, like, was it the writing the best? It was fine, but had it looking like New Testament, New King James Version, it was. I was like, you know what? That's how I know it's okay. I don't need. I don't. I, it's okay. Girl, I'm now, afraid to send stuff to Richard. <laughs> Richard, because Richard is I'm so like, scared. Rich, Richard, one of the people like when you be hanging out, you be forgetting that they're smart. So it's like, yeah, he is. I, I know you're a smart person. You know, I respect you and stuff like that. Can you read this? And then, like, and then the demeanor changes, and all of a sudden, it's Professor Richard, and it's like a lot. But I love when Richard reads my stuff because it, he really be ripping it up, and that's what I need. I don't need to be coddled. You know, I don't. You don't want somebody. To be I need to be coddled. <laughs> You don't want someone. I remember I asked someone to do to read something a couple of weeks back. Love them down. Um, and I had like a couple of corrections. I like my stuff. Like same thing when an excerpt. If I play an excerpt for you, you told me great. I don't trust you no more because I know it wasn't. There was something which note was sharp. Like even my strongest. If I play my strongest. If I play for. If I play Beethoven five for you right now, I expect something. That's my strongest excerpt. Mendelssohn also very strong. She little she a little raggedy right now, but that's fine. You have there has to be. Do not tell me it's good because there's no way. So it's just like I need you to. If I feel like fighting you by the end, that's why I know you did something. You did good. Okay. Because I have to be like, no, actually, I didn't mean that. So you don't get it. Oh no, you don't get it. No, it's fine. Oh, you don't understand. Oh well, the girls that get it get it. Like I want to be fighting you back. I want to be arguing in my defense. Make make Richard read your stuff. I am so terrified. Because I'm already very hypercritical, and so I feel like he gonna have he gonna say one little thing, and I'm gonna just be like, actually, I'm gonna break both my hands so I can never write ever again. Okay. Like, 
<laughs> it's actually worse when you have to send that in to the journal. Yeah. Because I, don't I really think I had to ask Mr. Dude. Like that, no, I had to ask Mr. Dude. I'm like, so there's no more words left. So what's it giving? There you took all the words out. There's nothing left. That was a very interesting process. That's why very stressful. I feel like everyone should just be published once. That's why you do a little something. Okay, what do you even I don't even know how to go about that. I don't even know what like what people be put like I'm I just don't even know. Anything. Like I'm very I'm I'm afraid of research, honestly. Like I'm just I'm afraid of it because I feel like I'm I'm very afraid of getting something wrong. Or not even wrong, but just like missing something. Cause it's like I, I feel you can't know everything. So I'll be like Yeah. I can't know everything, therefore I know nothing. And so Oh <laughs> like Walk me through how you got there again? Right. Okay, because like right, because you can't know everything, right? Mm-hmm. I got that part. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so therefore Therefore, right. The middle part, here's where I got lost. It's right. Me. Okay, so therefore following. You know nothing. Oh, see that's where we that's where Because it's like even the things that you do know, is it really worth knowing it if you don't know the rest of the stuff? Oh, let's read half of something you know. Like what? I just feel like it's just like. Have you ever have you ever sped walked? Have you ever have you ever been in the speed walking competition? Have you did you watch speed walking at the Olympics? The the speed walking at the Olympics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It looks ridiculous because (laughs) because in order you have people watching. So I'm saying you might as well not walk no more if you never sped walked before. Because speed walking is when they they're looking at your feet because running running is like one foot's always off the ground, right? Speed walking you have to keep both feet on the ground. They can never leave the ground. That's what makes it hard. So they they be they look like they look like little ducks when they when they walk in because they waddling. Because you gotta like move your hips a little way you rock your hips and wait and sit. And they look actually think about that dance that's exactly what they look like when they walk like when they <laughs> rock your hips that's how they look because you got to keep both feet on the, on the ground so you might guess the way you're not walking no more y'all i mean hey i do spend a lot of time in bed so okay so, i'm saying oh and i forgot to tell you i bought that book that was on your tiktok it just came today which one the hip-hop one oh. i just bought it yeah, because I don't know. I got a research idea. It's, I was like, see, <laughs> I was you like, I need that book. I, one thing I'm always gonna have an idea. It's a, it's a follow through. That's the problem. It's a follow through. I just be so like, cause I also have an idea, and I just feel like I just I just be I have ideas and I scrap it because I'm like I can't touch this. Like, it's always gonna be somebody that's gonna do it better. It's also like I might as well just read it from somebody else. Like, girl, no. Mm-mm. And even if someone does do it, you you didn't do it. It's just like nah, it's just like, like I feel like I'm not YouTube. gonna make any sense, girl. Boo. It's like you gotta get out your head. It's like I'm, I know one of my professors emailed me talking because she wrote me a letter of recommendation. I was like, not her believing in me. Like okay, <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, um, she was like, oh yeah, yeah. So and so, they're lucky to have you. And I'm just like, girl. Anyway, like I just. Yeah. Uh, like people it's bad it's really bad the imposter syndrome was bad think about when you go on youtube right and you search like um you search like um i don't even do makeup so now eyelash like putting on eyelash tutorial you gonna get a thousand videos there's a thousand girls who have done 
videos on how to put eyelashes on. It don't matter because like you gonna watch me do it. You gonna watch Jackie because she funny and she been doing makeup for ten years. But you also my bachelor girl with thirty two views, but she's like you can do it in ten seconds. Like there's literally it don't matter. Like you, everyone has a unique voice to add. So you might as well do it. You might as well. Yeah, be uniquely stupid. Yeah, I feel like that's what the people gonna see on my stuff. I feel like it's gonna be All like right, so how do we, <laughs> we need taking these sharp left turns. You know what? I got it from you because you also be taking sharp left turns. Also, okay. is this the topic of the episode now? I feel like it's giving. What are we talking about? Research imposter syndrome. We talking about imposter syndrome. I mean, I'm sure. Low key. I'm just saying because I just feel like. Do I deal with imposter? I deal with imposter syndrome only with viola. I remember. Okay, let me be transparent. So I had a little breakdown after my first rehearsal when I got to Memphis. Cause I was like, "Girl, they they made a mistake because I was not keeping up." We playing Mendelssohn Italian, and I was like, "Girl, they made a mistake." See, I knew I should have asked Lenny to clarify. Now I'm down here, can't play. They can hear all these wrong notes, stuff like that. Um, but like for me, and I know it's not for everybody, for me, for Katie, for Katie Brown. Um, w- one thing that always grounds me is my faith. Now that doesn't always work because when my mental health is acting up, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. It's like, wow, I'm the worst person in the world. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can't even believe this. And it's like, there's nothing that can be let in. But when, when there's like. When when I do allow my face to ground me, I'm like, girl. Anyway, the Lord said yes, I'm here, and that always kind of like eventually that helps me, eventually, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm able to just do what I'm doing. But that's really it's only viola that I have in positive because I don't I don't really struggle. I mean, and research a little bit like, um, because like you said, like you don't know everything and classical music is very like they're very weird individuals like they're like they're very gotcha like the academic academia in general academia, they're very gotcha yeah so like and just people honestly people people like because like i would i don't even i don't really want nothing to do with academia if i were to get a phd it would be purely for like public scholarship mm-hmm. reasons so that i would have the freedom to do that because a lot of public intellectuals like they do like they have the phd just so that they have the freedom and the credibility to be able mm-hmm. to do something like that but you miss one little thing and it's like all of a sudden you stupid you're like scum of the earth yeah. and like all this stuff i just like even i can it's really bad even a couple of weeks ago i did a video on my youtube channel making like the um the starbucks cheese danish mm-hmm. and it's like a it's like a well-known fact that pepperidge farm they have their um puff pastry is vegan but not because they care about us just by default and so i was like girl this is a quick recipe one two three use something you just like you at starbucks girl you never left and this girl came on my video and she was like oh they use palm oil in the um in the pepperidge farms thing so if you care about animals da, 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 da. and i was i didn't ever answer because i was just like girl first of all get the hell up off my video <laughs> okay <laughs> There, like I like I said so many times, there are people boiling grass and broccoli. Go over there. We eating over here. We having a good time. That's the first thing. Second thing, the the information about palm oil and stuff like that. I understand it because deforestation. I understand like that. That's why like 
I did my research and I know that like they use, I forgot the word for it, but pepper farmers and use, they're not buying it from the poachers girl. Like they use whatever, whatever it's called. I don't know. And it's like, <laughs> it's a, that's why I say like when, when I like do little, when I talk about veganism and I talk about like in any way, there's so many parallels between veganism and classical because y'all act the same. I think vegans, vegans are worse cause they're just like way more annoying but like y'all are also annoying it's like everything's a gotcha everything's like a oh they test this on animals girl no they don't get out of my comments so it's like yeah and music in general like i've i think i i said this on twitter like the public discourse about around music is just so boring to me everything mm-hmm. like i follow all the major publications the xxl's rolling stones the what, what are the other ones the vibes the and I'm I'm adding pearls to all of them. I know it's not called the vibes, <laughs> um, vibe. Um, I'm blanking on on the other uh, uh billboard. All of those type of stuff, and it's always like, who's the greatest of all time? And it's just people just arguing in the comments. It's like that. Like who cares? Like y'all yeah. always arguing about that same stuff. Who's the best? This what's the best rapper from this city? What's the best? Of it? And it's just like first of all, all of this stuff is subjective, and it's like some people will say that that's implied, but it's really like there are people like literally arguing you down. People sending death threats over music music opinions. Like people feel so strongly about about their musical mm-hmm. opinions, and it's just like I'm like, so like there's people who like they be knowing stuff, and even the people that that don't be knowing what they're talking about like i just feel like everybody wants to be like oh well you forgot this or yeah. oh, what about this or like it's just like so then sometimes you feel like you've got to you gotta know that stuff and it's just like especially because and maybe some people will probably disagree with me about this but like you know how like it's, it's pretty widely accepted right that like when you get you're considered an expert on what you get like your 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 area of research or like you know mm-hmm. when you get a phd and i personally don't really believe that it's possible to have a comprehensive knowledge of i would say i usually feel this way about music about pretty much any genre of music with the exception of maybe hip-hop but even that like hip-hop is a young genre but it also accelerated very quickly mm-hmm. so it might make up for that so i feel like if i don't know everything then well also you can't know what's everything. the point exactly so it's just like i'll be thinking about like i had to check myself a couple weeks ago because i'm doing this program that like i low-key don't want to be doing but i'm stubborn so i'm just i'm in it um, it's just really time consuming. You can't miss none. I mean, I I low key just didn't show up to one, and I'm still alive. But um, but I had to check myself because I was like, you don't know everything about teaching, and like a lot of stuff, like a lot of these conversations, like it's it's a program for teaching artists, and a lot of this um, I shouldn't have said that actually. That's fine. A lot of um, a lot of the stuff we're talking about, like I talk about this in undergrad. You know, I talk about this like. Uh, people are people who are were music performance majors and now they're teaching they're they're learning about social emotional learning and like positive classroom and it's like bro this was like junior year isu education building second floor so it's like i had, I had to check myself I'm like you know you might you might get a little glimmer sometimes you would not have not heard before you not have not 
talked about in a while you don't know everything about teaching you just simply do not so i think it's actually really exciting that kind of, that kind of stuff excites me and depending on the depending on how the person says the gotcha i could be receptive to it because it's like oh i didn't i didn't know that like um going back to the vegan thing someone said that you should be careful with imitation vanilla because a lot of companies test on animals and i was like wow i didn't know that thanks for letting me know i'm gonna research the company that i bought this from um it was fine but i didn't know that because you don't know everything you really don't and people just be knowing stuff and it's really exciting because like the more you don't know the more you can learn you know what I'm saying so i actually don't really mind the whole thing like um of not knowing everything because that way like someone as long as you're not being annoying which a lot of y'all are but as long as the three people the three people that are not annoying you you gonna learn something from from that and that could be that could be really exciting you know um i, I would like say a, go ahead oh no go ahead no no, no. go ahead i was just gonna say i would say i like learning but i learn i know a lot of like that i feel like i give the illusion of knowing things <laughs> Um, because I know a lot of like sporadic things mm. and I feel like it's almost like I'm like, I don't, I'm afraid to like be like, okay, well, this is what I'm like studying because then I feel like people be expecting you to know stuff. And then it's just like, what if I don't know nothing? Okay. It's but like, if I ask you a base question, you know, the answer to that. Well, it depends on what you ask me. You'd that's, be that, that's literally everything though that's that's everything i just feel like you can't know everything but also i should but that girl she's, <laughs> a, grown, she's a grown woman that lady on there's a lady on twitter who is trending right now because of racism because well she's not trending right now but she was trending a couple of weeks ago because she her research interests and area was on is on rather um like I, I I think it's on Ukraine specifically or Russia specifically, and if anything is like Baltic, I I don't know, but I know she knows a lot about Ukraine. As a Black American woman, I would not expect her to know every Ukrainian folk song, every Ukrainian everything, every Ukrainian dish, every road in Kiev, every road, every person every great famous person you just would not expect that that's ridiculous it's ridiculous there's no way you could be like oh girl you know my mima she live over there right outside on that road you know she you did you know she opened the first cat orphanage why would <laughs> she know that you know what i'm saying like i w- i would not expect her to know i would expect her to know like most stuff but i would also just expect her to know what she know like she doesn't she just know what she know and and you know, I'm also not. I, I don't like to think I'm not a loser. I'm not gonna be like, "Well, did you know that?" Like, girl, you know. And also in the information era that we are in, like, if she didn't know, it's she, it's a Google search away. So it's like, I just expect her to know what she know and and just share what she shared. And that's that's really, that's really it. You know, I wouldn't expect anything more from her. And she and she says like her Twitter things say something like, "I'm a Ukrainian expert," or whatever they say. I'm like, okay, girl, expert away. Girl, I don't know. The logical part of my brain will acknowledge that it's impossible, like it's unfair to expect someone to know everything about everything. But I'm like, yes, it's unfair to expect someone to know that, but it's not unfair to expect me to know everything. I mean, <laughs> like that, yeah, that one TikTok that was like, remember from a long time ago? <laughs> Girl, drag me when it was like, so you you expect people to grow, 
and you you think it's okay when people don't know what they know and it's yeah so they, it's they okay make a mistake i yeah. made a mistake yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. I was, it's just like well yeah everybody you know learn on your own pace and but to me oh girl one little baby mistake i'm out for the week like <laughs> i give myself more grace because i really be, but that's because i'll be flopping about so yeah. i don't know it's just like listen okay dr harris it's not giving i just don't know i do want to play i just want to play i just want to play don juan consistently i want to sound the same every day and then um i need to email her back because she literally wrote me in September. So I'm not going to, what I decided is, is I'm not going to write her back because that's rude. I'm just going to send her a new email and be like, I'd love to catch up with you. That's what I'm going to do. But also Eastman has so much of my money. I just don't, I can't imagine going back there. Oh, she, they wanted you to come back there and do the PhD? Or she's like, talk, talk about it here or somewhere else. Mm. I'm like, I barely made it through. I barely made it through. Moving back to Rochester? Can you imagine? Ugh, the snow, I just can't. It's oppressive. It sounds dramatic, but unless you live through it, you just don't know. Like, you sound like, oh, you're being dramatic. No, I don't think. It literally burned me out. I'm talking about, I'm from Chicago. I live in Chicago 18, I lived in Chicago 18 years. And then I lived in a place where it still snowed. It snowed in normal Illinois. We were only two, we were only two hours south of Chicago. So I lived in snow 23 years of my life. Three years in Rochester, four years in Rochester, burn me out. I was done. I've never seen anything. I've exp- I experienced a snow squall, stuck in snow drifts. I had to get shoveled out by people who just felt sorry for me. It snows every day. And what? Yes, you have beautiful summers. Okay, but at what cost? At what cost? I don't know. I don't know, but the king and I is in Rochester, and that might even happen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the king and I is a Thai restaurant for y'all. <laughs> no, <you don't> know. <laughs> I'm bad. Okay. You go to base where you get your PhD. <laughs> okay, and Java's. I actually really enjoy Java's. They have a lavender latte. Well, it's not a lavender latte. I forgot the name of it because it's been so long. But it's like a lavender. They have this thing. I'm so mad. I'm forgetting the name. Wow. I mean, I haven't lived in Rochester for two years, but it's like where you can add froth, foamed froth, whatever milk to any tea they have. So one day I got in there, I was like, give me a lavender tea with oat milk, bro. And like vanilla, they have that. And then the, um, in, in the summertime, what's that chocolate thing? What's oh, it called? The chocolate sitch. I got that when I went back, even though it was snowing. You went cold? Oh, Man, Java's. The weather's nice in the summer. My sores are there, but definitely in that order. <clears throat> okay, let's switch. I'll switch to lavender tea for my sores, but definitely the king and I. Oh, and the red fern. Okay, so red and fern, my sores tied with the king and. So I. where does the PhD fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> Eastman is just hard, bro. Like, why does yeah, everything have hard. to be something? Very much something. Everything, every recital got to be three hours. Every paper got to be 20 pages long. 
snow gotta be 20 feet high like why does everything have to be the extreme like all white composers you know what i'm saying like eastman is extreme e for eastman e for extreme like that's what it is <laughs> everything's difficult and challenging too much snow too much white composers everything is like nothing's balanced but i love her you know meliora so <laughs> i feel like i don't know Sally Mae would laugh, girl. Do I even have enough? Well, I wouldn't get a PhD if it if it wasn't fully funded. East, you have to pay for it, Eastman's PhD. Uh, you gotta I, be I, like. I wouldn't go to. I'm, I wouldn't if I were to ever get a PhD. I wouldn't go back to Eastman for it. So, but also, would you? You can't get like a fellowship because people have gotten fellowships at Eastman. I'm not smart mm-hmm. enough for that. I'm not. You think I'm playing? You think I'm being oh, Katie? So what was me? I'm being. Matter of fact, sky's blue. My car is black. I'm not smart enough. How you know what? What, what do you have to do to get one? Because Katie, I'm telling you, the way. Nah. Also, how, what? No, no, how? Say that. What? No, no, I'm not gonna say it. Well, okay. No, it's um, not bad, but it's not. It's not for me to say. Mm-hmm. What um, what you got to do to get one? Yo, but school, bro, like sitting in a desk. Okay, see, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. Nah. Let um, me be out in these streets for a little bit. Let me, like, let yeah, me. Yeah, I'll give you a year, and then I'll be right back. So, ding dong. It's like doing? I'm not even in real school right now, and it's a drag. But My whole also, schedule is rehearsals, and, and you know what I'm saying? I'm already struggling. Like, why well, I got school today. Katie, no, you don't. You have a lesson. But you're going to have more freedom, like, over what you study and once you get all your stuff out the way and now you're just doing your little research. Are you really trying to persuade me from all these people? I, yes. Because the, 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 I would like to see Dr. Brown. I would live vicariously through you. I just, so you can get our PhD. Okay. <laughs> I just... I'll share. I'll share half of Richard's and half of yours. I just and I'll be Delaney, comma PhD, but all lowercase PhD. That sounds like a. And I actually thought about going to an HBCU, but do I want to be fighting for my life among? Like no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. <laughs> because I was like, I'm like, okay, I can get a um. I can get a Ed. What was I gonna do? Jackson State has a leadership. Now I have to live in Jackson. No shade to Jackson. No, I'm talking about no shade. Relax. Don't. There, Jackson State has a um, ethnomusicology professor. If you do I was gonna music. get a PhD in leadership. So now <laughs> everybody else, everybody else was education majors, and I'm over here talking about parallel fists. Okay. I'm my life. And I also don't want to live in Mississippi. Just makes me nervous. I be I was over there like for three seconds on Saturday, and I was like, nah, I'm ready to go. I'm talking about literally a mile past the border. I be medical. Doctor Brown. I don't. I don't even think I can get through a PhD because I um, it'd be little. It'd it'd be home projects with literally no stakes that I'd be like afraid to do. So. How am I going to PhD when my, this laundry pile gets bigger and bigger? I have a washing machine in my apartment. Oh, I'm excited to see your endeavors. 
because let me make it to a final round. Let me let me let me play the opening lick of Mozart thirty five in tune, and then we could talk. Okay, get on your job then. I'll be waiting. I'm sure because somebody got to do it. Richard did. One of us got to do it. Richard did it. One of us between me and you, meaning you. You're closer, so. What am I gonna do? I don't even. I don't. What am I gonna do? With, what am I gonna do with one? That's another thing. It, it will be. I don't want to teach. I don't want to. You know, I don't really like want a job. I kind of want to just like. If I don't, I, I want to. I don't really want a job. Uh, neither do I. That's what. That's what I've observed though, because I always said no to a PhD, because I've always said no from PhD because I don't need one and I don't want one. But when I was saying I don't need one, it was because I was thinking like I don't want to go into academia. Like yeah. I literally have no desire. Then of course, somebody up there, God sent one of His little minions to be trifling on my timeline. And put a thread of a lady talking about how she went and got a PhD with no intention on going into academia. And she's like, and here's why, and all of these reasons. Wait, send like, me that thread. I will send it to you. And, and God, that was I'll, God. He wants you. He's he's trying to speak to you. He he's speaking to me and saying, send this to Katie. Send this to Katie. Let that's him what he was use doing. You. To Let send this to Katie. You. That's what he no, was doing. Let me write it down in my notes. Mind you, I haven't seen this thread. You right, because he yeah, just whispered to me Lord right here, and yeah, to talk says, to you. Go, go, go tell Katie. That's what go. he said. I'm a, and I also put in the description if anybody else is um, interested in reading it for themselves. Um, my family's gonna laugh. They're like, "You love school, brother." I actually, do, I actually love learning. But I cannot do school. I'm excited to go back to school. It's been a little minute, so I'm I'm excited to go. On. But um, it's the school part of the walking. And it's a different school. Like okay, so you we're opposite because like you went to you went to like a college, like a university rather, mm-hmm. a university, and then you went to conservatory. I'm opposite. I've never been to like. I never Girl, had like a, a university. Situation. No, <laughs> it's gonna be. Fun. I'm, yeah. You see. Oh my bad. You can cut that out. It's fine. <laughs> I heard about my school spirit and like this, it's like this is so cute. <laughs> but what was I about to say? Oh, so the PhD campus, thing. It's, it's cute, but it's it's. I don't. College campuses don't be accessible, so you gotta park and then walk to the music building. Like, where is it? Are you gonna be in the music building? Mm-hmm. And I'm also gonna be in. They got like seventies bills. Let me show up. They got like it's a lot. See, I've only wandered around like in high school. We used to be hanging out there, messing around, looking at stuff. Like that's it. And I'm like, I'm excited to have. They got like twenty five libraries and uh, like all of this stuff. I'm just like, it's gonna, it's gonna be a fun time. I'm gonna just be up there. Um, but what's I about to say? Oh, the PhD thing. What I've noticed though, and I was in. See. I was noticing this right before that thread showed up on my timeline. It's like I was saying I don't want it and I don't need it for my job. But what I noticed is that like PhD gives you freedom. Like people like they just trust you. Mm-hmm. Like how when we were talking about that dude who wrote that stupid article um, about the Grammy 
thing mm-hmm. and he got a phd in linguistics like they just he just a columnist at the new york times and they're just letting him write stuff about the grammys and music because he can't play the piano but he's a, a linguist like i've just noticed like a lot of the people who and i mean honestly you don't really need a phd for it but it makes it it makes it easier i will say i think um yeah. to, like if you put out work and like people just pay you to write stuff and be smart like <laughs> i do, I do want to get smarter though because i, I want to refine my writing and i feel like i'll be forced to do that yeah but also there has to be a limit on student loans like i feel like that would be the limit for me i'm t- i can't i'm not that would be the only the only way i would go get a, a phd is if i wasn't if y'all would, if it was a funded program so that might that might narrow it down for me quite a bit or eliminate the possibility overall because i can't i'm not i'm i draw the line i gotta draw the line somewhere i'm not going any more debt and so girl i don't even want to talk about that it just makes me and what i mean i feel like you fine you you got resume girl i do not but, i'm telling um, you I will. I won't go into detail on the mics by my situation. Let's just say, like, I like. I don't know how they weigh, what they weigh when they admitting you, but this was a surprise, a complete and total surprise to me. That it wasn't to me. It was only a surprise to you. It was a, a surprise to you because you didn't know my GPA. That's why it was not okay. surprise to you. Because <laughs> I I know you long enough to be dramatic. Yeah, okay. I, you find out my GPA was point oh six. See, I, how did I know you gonna say something <laughs> stupid like that? Cause I was like, she, you know my. I was literally my head on my. You know my GPA was point oh zero six. I literally. <laughs> you know that? I feel like, girl. I I'm excited for you. School, school is fun. I, I think school is fun. I'm just tired of it. Mm-hmm. You gonna meet new people. Math, master's degree is fun because you got more time, but it's it's got some more reading. But you got more time. There's more. There's more time. You. I feel like an undergrad is like every day was something. Every day. Yeah, but at Eastman, I had more flexibility in my time in my schedule. I just have to fill that with reading or practicing. Yeah, but I undergrad is brutal. <laughs> it was just undergrad a lot. But yeah, this ended up being off the cuff, but that's okay. Now we ain't got a plan for next week. So right. a little PhD chat. Period. Let us know in the comments if Katie should get. That's not PhD. what you should do. So we're gonna, we won't tell people to do that. Um, no, well, we might not, but I will. That's I'm sure. So let's let's move on. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props. So this one for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? this week i'm talking about angelica brooks um she's an acclaimed choral director and a music educator um, with a passion for excellence in music and education um she's taught at all levels and served various student populations she was uh, the director of choral uh, activities at bowie high school in prince george's county maryland um, where she taught choir drama and music theory 
Um, she earned her bachelor's of music degree in vocal performance and media management from the Bowie State University um, and completed her master of music with a focus on vocal pedagogy from the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. Um, she also holds an administration certificate from McDaniels College and is currently a DMA candidate um, in the music teaching and learning program at the University of Southern California. Okay, um, apt for this. She got degrees on degrees on degrees. Hey, twin, with you, your twin. Mm, um, okay, let's focus. <laughs> she uh, serves as adjunct faculty at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County in the uh, music education department. She's also a member of the National Association for Music Education Equity Committee and the American Choral Directors Association. Um, she has served as an honor choir guest conductor, choral festival adjudicator, and presenter at statewide and local music conferences. Um, she has uh, served her professional community as a mentor, teacher, curriculum writer, and professional development presenter. Um, and she's also a member of Sigma Alpha Iota International Music Fraternity. So if you want to learn more about Angelica, I will... Um, link her website in the description thanks for being black and excellence soon to be dr brooks oh and then the bro in both of y'all's names dr bro brooks dr brown see it's it's coming together are you stretching before these reaches are you just you just i told you i'll be researching i'll just be that's that's another reason why i'm not cut out for the phd okay so you know what my piece this week is Hellsorks Three Spiritures Four Extra. I'm desperately wanting to go home. What I am mean? at home. I want to leave the mics. What you mean? Because this has been ridiculous. All right, y'all. Thanks for much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send it to classically black podcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBM. It's free. Free ninety nine. Isblackmusicians.com at isblackmusicians on social media. We have a website, low key, classicallyblackpodcast.com. And we will talk to y'all later. Bye y'all. Arriva Dirty.